In a couple of seconds, we're going to talk to Les Stroud. You know him as the uh, Survivor Man. He is coming to town with his show, which I, I got to add. I mean, I would listen to him just speak, but I, I'm sure it's much more of that. Let's welcome him to the show. Uh, Les, how are you, sir? Good, good. And it, you're right. It's, it is very so, so much more than that. Because there's a live band uh, piece to it, too, right? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm on a bit of an educational tour. I think people... Um, uh, certainly know the work that I've been doing for it's been like it's been 15, 16 years now. Yeah. Survivor Man, and uh, but I was a, I mean I was a singer songwriter. I started when I was fourteen. I used to write for record labels when I was twenty one. And and um, what this what I'm in a great position right now to get out publicly and and meet people. You know and uh, the show is you know I'm very big on entertainment, so the show is very full. It's big video screens with uh, images from around the world and wilderness images around the world. It's rock music and, and acoustic music, so you've got that sort of Dave Matthews, uh, you know, Tool, Neil Young blend. And nice. then, but one thing I've, I've always made sure is, is I remember that a lot of people are there because of Survivor Man, and so I'll take like a half an hour right in the middle and sit down in the crowd and answer questions. That, i, I got to tell you, I have, a, I have a bunch of questions, which I'm sure you've answered a million times before, but mostly I want to know, what did you do, like what... What, what did you do before this that you were like, I'm going to go out and video this? Like, what were you doing that gave you all the skills to do what you do now? Well, it's kind of, it, it's like the brief history I just gave in a way. Um, when I was a, a rock and roller uh, for a, a good solid 10 years, say 14 to 24, 25 years old of age, I mean, I got into working in rock videos and um, I learned editing and camera work. And I quit all that when I was around 25 to become an outdoor adventurer. And 10 years later from that is when I started having my idea that, you know, this stuff could be filmed. Like, nobody was doing survival anywhere. But let me, let me back I, it up for a second. Let me, life is like that, right? Well, let me, let me ask you, though, what, what is an outdoor adventure? Like, who, are you making money off of that, or are you like, I'm just going to go live in the woods? Uh, no, you're making money, but not much, I'll tell you. It's a classic outdoor guide, whitewater okay. swimming, dog sledding, kayaking, hiking, but also survival. I really got into survival. I mean, I, you know, it was uh, it was memories of Jacques Cousteau and Tarzan movies, you know, combined that kind of made me think about creating Survivor Man, which was filming my survival ordeals, and you know, I'd go out and do it, and I thought, well, I should film this stuff. And that was and a really uh, a first. back in on itself. Nobody had done anything like that before. I mean, plenty of people had had taken cameras places, but nobody went out by themselves, set up the camera. No, you know, every Hollywood spends such a hard amount of money um, trying to make it look as big and beautiful as possible. But really, when you broke it down to it, it was just you and the camera. And no matter how imperfect it seemed, it the the real you brought real to reality TV. Well, and yeah, I mean, I'm the first one to say, "Ooh, don't put me in with reality TV," because I've always felt that I'm a documentary filmmaker and I was simply documenting what I was going through. And nobody's done it since either. I mean, everything that's out there now is a, is a is a derivative, scripted, produced, you know, version of what uh, what I did for real. And even up to a month ago, I was in Mongolia with my son, producing a Survivor Man and Son episode, and you know, we were out there, no no safety net. Yeah, and and how much does that annoy you? That and I know I've heard you talk about Bear Grylls before, and the other guys. I'm sorry, I don't think we're allowed to say his name when <laughs> I think you just call him the English dude. No, but uh, seriously, like I mean, here he's got a show on where he's out with the president, and he's out with, and you know, like what's the one we talked about? He had somebody pee on his foot because he oh he got bit by a yeah, something, was, and we uh, know he didn't do that. Girls, yeah. yeah, and it's like it's like we're not that much of suckers. We know it's not real, but yet that stuff seems to uh, to, to flourish. Well, there's two levels. Uh, uh, on, on the first level, I don't care. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Three levels. 
Um, the second two levels of this, um, uh, as far as uh, you get it, well, you get it because you're an adult. But you know what? An 11-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl, they don't get it. That's they true. think he's real, and they, and they think this is real stuff going down, which leads to the final third part of it. The only part that really irks me is that the skills that are being shown are invented by TV producers that sit around and, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And they're all wrong and dangerous. So... You know, sure. I could. I, if, if if you and I sat down for a few beer, I I would go a lot darker. But <laughs> but you know, like I I gotta I I'd, I'd rather say I oh, forget it. Man, those guys are all a big joke. And when I go out and meet people, they, you know, for the mo- majority of people go, yeah, we know you're yeah. the only one who actually did it. You know how you can always tell less is real because you see him walking away from the camera and then you see him walk back to get the <laughs> camera. <laughs> yeah, there's no way around that. Yeah, I I never no see. And that's where the passion, the passion of the filmmaker in me comes out. It's like, if I want to get the shot right, then that's what I got to do. Yeah. What What has been the uh, the the most dangerous place that you've been to? Uh, most well, I mean, to, now the way you've asked the question, I would probably jump in and say the jungle. Uh, simply because everything's poisonous. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, no matter where you go, something's going to stick you, sting you, bite you, you know, in, in, inject in you. It's, it's just one of those places. But if you're thinking about, like, in survival, what's the most dangerous situation? And it's never about geography. It's always about temperature. When it's cold, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I, I'm a guy who sleeps in hotels a lot, and I take a, I take my own fan with me to the hotel because I can't get the room you know, cold that's enough. Survival. That's real. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what I need to survive less. I'm bringing a, I'm bringing a fan with. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, though, uh, I was a Boy Scout, and uh, I earned my survival merit badge, where they give you one of those. Those little things you hang around your neck and say, hey, fill it with what you think you need and see you tomorrow. And they just drop you in the middle of the woods. And I thought that was one of the most fun things when I was a kid. But I also think that I still, at 45 years old, have a little bit of that uh, knowledge left in my head where if something of a plane went down and I survived something, I, I would be able to survive for a couple of days. Oh, you totally could. And that's, that was always the point of Survivor Man. It was not about me being a guru. It was about me, me saying, man, I'm just like you. You, you know, like, yeah, you can do this. This is not rocket science. This is about just ha- keeping your will to live and employing a few things. And, hey, I'll tell you what, along the way, let me show you some real skills of, that you can add to that. That's all it was was ever about. And uh, By the way, uh, on a side note, I'll tell you that um, we actually uh, created a Survivor Man badge for the Boy Scouts up in Canada. And I'm desperately trying to get the Boy Scouts of America to do the same, like to create basically a Survivor Man badge, because there's a lot of Boy Scouts out there that do love the show. Oh, let me, uh, look, I don't even know how I got into Boy Scouts when I was a kid. My mother made me do it, and uh, I enjoyed it, but I don't think it's something that most kids today, it doesn't seem like the cool thing to do. But if you got to do it Survivor Man style and learn some of those sure. things, I think more kids would be attracted to it. And you really learn a lot being a Boy Scout. Yeah, and I, honestly, I was not a Boy Scout. I was the same as you. I got, I got made to go into it at some point, and then I just quit really quickly. But but I do totally support what they're doing. And in a way, there's a little, there's a bit of a resurgence. And when it comes to survival classes and stuff like that that even adults can take, I've, I've had a lot of instructors call me and say, thanks for putting your show on air, man. My class is full again. Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's a real cool... There is... There is a cool factor, and there is a sexiness to it, and part of me wanted to bring that back and say, look, this is not just for gear geeks, you know. This is not just, you know, people, you know, all dressed up and, and having all the right stuff in their pockets. This is about, you know, some machismo and some tough stuff, and also, and, and women actually do the best. So there's a cool factor to it. You just got, I, you know, and I tried to show that with Survivor Man. Boy Scouts need to get rid of the neckerchief. That's what's bringing them down. Yeah. That's not cool at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Les Stroud who is joining us. Les is going to be here at the Murray Theater 
Saturday at 8 o'clock. Uh, you can go to RuthHeckardHall.com and get tickets. If you're a fan of the show, you can go see not only less, but a big production that he brings with it to make it entertaining. I, I, I think it's great. Uh, it's such an interesting life that you've uh, that you've had. What what has been your uh, like what worst animal encounter? Like, have you had uh, wolves follow you or anything like that? I've dealt with uh, lots, lots and lots. Um, but you said what's my worst, and the worst was really I got treed by a, a fifteen hundred pound bull moose in the rutting season. By a by a moose? Yeah, bull moose. I mean, and if you've ever been up close to like a you know, one in a, a taxidermied or something like yeah. that. I mean, they're massive. They're, you know, they're the size of a big horse. So. Uh, moose worse than, than uh, a tiger that made you sleep in the tree? Wow, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got me there. That's, I, I think the thing with the moose was it chased me and I ran, and so I was in fear of my life. With the tiger, I just knew he was, or she was around down there somewhere. And um, I, I, so... But you're right. That's a that's a pretty close close race for sure. Yeah. Okay. So now, when you uh, you don't have any weapons on you when you go out there, or just a knife, maybe. Yeah. Really. Once in a while, uh, by law, I've had to have a rifle or something with me. Yeah, I was gonna say that. So okay. So tell me this: if I'm going out, uh, what are the what? Give me the a uh, couple of essential things I need to bring with me. Well, I mean, the easy grab for me is always just a way to get a fire going. I mean, I don't care what's going on. If you can get a big fire going, everything's better. So that's a big thing for me. And then, you know, a couple of the other things is people think this is about going out and building shelters and, and, and all the, you know, picking plants. and all. No, man, if you get lost, you just want to go home. Yeah. You just want to yeah. go home. So so something to make you go home, whether it be a satellite GPS tracker or a, or a satellite phone or a way of signaling, you know, that, that to me is, it's not about staying out there, and it never should be. You know, that's a big mistake that's made. People think they can watch a show like mine and go out and, and just do it. Uh, or even worse, watch some of the other copy shows and do the dangerous stuff. Well, the, the reality is you, you wouldn't watch you know, um, uh, Olympic downhill skiing and having never skied before, and the next day go, I'm just going to go grab a set of skis. And do that. <laughs> right. it, 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 survival can be that dangerous, and so it, it's, you gotta you got to be ready for it. Where haven't you gone that you would like to go? Maybe Iceland and a little deeper into the Himalayas are places that, that I haven't dug in super deep. But man, I've been really fortunate with Survive Men to have been around the world. And, using this as an opportune segue, uh, it's also afforded me the possibility on the musical side to go and j- play with Alice Cooper and Slash. Slash plays on my new album. Oh, new wow. Album cool. Coming out and Slash plays a solo. Steve Vai cuts a solo for me. That's um, great. I, you know, I've been able to play with Johnny Lang and, and, and uh, I just got uh, Journey. I play with Journey once a year. I mean, it's it's been Survivor Man has made a life for me that uh, that is pretty unique. I got to say that, and I'm and I'm always about living life fully. So, all right. I was going to say, I'm glad you told me about getting to play with the bands and stuff because I was like, look, this guy is really doing it right. And look at Bourdain. He just gets to go around different countries too, <laughs> but he gets just to eat in those places. Mm-hmm. This guy's got a chance of a moose hit him in the nuts or something mm-hmm. going crazy. Uh, I, I'm and now a, I can finally eat when I travel around too, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm a fan of your show, Les Stroud, The Survivor Man. Uh, Going to be here Saturday, eight o'clock, Murray Theater, Ruth Eckert Hall. You can go to RuthEckerthall.com and get tickets. And uh, it's not just a, a lecture series. You're going to get to hear some stories. You're going to get to hear the band music. It's a whole presentation. Real quick, Les, before you go, uh, if you were out there and a bobcat attacked you, do you think you'd be able to fight yes, off a bobcat? You can beat up a bobcat. 
Well, two months ago, I got I was twenty feet away, face to face with a hundred twenty pound cougar in Oregon. Yeah, and I just I just yelled at it and it took off. Yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> big pussy animal. But if you had, if you had to fight it, Mike thinks he could beat I'm, up a bobcat. I'm six foot three, over oh, three hundred pounds. I'm, I'm sorry, but I got I got I got to back Mike on this one because Thank you know you. what? Any I, I would I would I would put any grown man just physically adept up against a, a cougar, which is much more dangerous. Physically oh, adept. Not. Yeah, I'm physically I'm adept. Big pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna bring a dead uh, cougar to your show on Saturday. Uh, How do you like that? Les Stroud, go let, see him. Let me, let yeah. me just leave you with this one sure. fact: that, that for those who have just heard this, have heard us chat here, um, you got to know that my night out. You're right. It's much more than a lecture. It's a full entertainment evening with big video screens, music, and the storytelling. Uh, my goal is always to give them one of the best concerts they've ever seen. So there you go. Good. I'm uh, looking forward to it. See you last Saturday at Ruth Eckert Hall. Pleasure to have you on the show, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. There you go. Last Trout. Uh, yeah, he's a cool dude, man. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.